Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Rev up those fryers, because I am sure hungry for one Greg Hill Show. Broadcasting from beautiful and safe Brighton, Massachusetts. It's go, 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 go time. This is... Who are you? I'm out, Greg. Pleased to meet you. The Greg Hill Morning Show. Tick, tick, boom. Starring... I'm Instagram famous. Quack, quack, quack. Come on, man. We go way back. You're damn right we do, Tom. You're a fraud, Greg. Greg Hill. I have every color of Stanley that's available. I'll take the Stanley for 4000 <laughs> yeah. Featuring the original spark of the Pats dynasty. Super Bowl champion Jermaine... Uh, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Wiggy. Here's how I can relate. Because I'm getting real tight because you guys have no idea what you're talking about. All right, you're not tight anyway. No, I'm getting like, tight right oh, now. Oh, okay. I got three jabronis that have no idea what they're talking Don't about. Me, no Wiggy. I'm going to stand music. on business. Documented. Huh? Okay, keep clear. ten toes down, dog. <laughs> You have no clue about music. Joined by the relationship alpha. Oh, this is going to make me sound stupid, but can't you just buy your own sex doll? Courtney Cox. Curtis, are you uh, seeing what Greg's doing here? What? Uh, Amanda slid into the DMs. Right, Valentine's are... oh, Day next kind... week. No, no, no. Listen, I have all kinds of people, male or female, who yeah. are DMing. Yeah. That was a little yeah. slow. Yeah. No, that I was know. kind of on no. the nose. We are... And accompanied by. Look at my booty in these tight pants. No, you can't what... stuff it in your mouth if you're on the phone. Two big brains behind the glass. Ryan Hoyer. The quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Another stroke of sweeness. Curtis and Shime. Greg, first of all, I'd like to say hashtag floppy only. Uh, thank you. Thank you. No. Crispy, I'm with you on that one. Crispy Flop. forever. No. Now. Let's get down to business. It's time to party. It's time for the Greg Hill Morning Show. Good morning. Good hello morning, everybody. <laughs> hello. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. On Boston Sports Original. W-E-E-I. I'm a people. W-E-E-I. When I say Greg Hill and you say show. Greg Hill. Greg Hill. Greg Hill. Show. All right. It's go, 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 go time. Let's go. Let's go. There's no way it, the daily arguments about music with Wiggy oh. are exhausting. And I think he's doing it on purpose. No. Like uh, literally. And by the way, good morning. Welcome to your show. And uh, before I even get into this nonsense, happy birthday, Chris Curtis. Oh. 40 oh. years old. Oh, yeah. Birthday boy. 40 Thank years you. old. Happy birthday, today. Curtis. Happy birthday. Some of us around here who care about you remembered it, meaning me. Courtney did not remember your birthday. Oh. So okay. Doesn't care. 
Happy Curtis. birthday, Curtis. Happy birthday. I'm so sorry I didn't say it when you walked in. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday, boy. Happy birthday. It's it's more than okay. And very, very happy to be here. And let me tell you, I, I turned 40 today, Greg. Yes. I really want to get to some baseball talk. All of a sudden, I just <laughs> I think it's just an amazing it's America's pastime. Well, I hope you get lucky in the form of finally getting a return DM from that Celtics cheerleader oh. you were stalking on Instagram. <laughs> well, you know, but, uh, but anyway, yes. Don't I? But anyway, don't I walk in here this morning, <laughs> high energy and excited and a smile on my face, mm-hmm. and the other numbnuts in the room says, well, I watched this thing on Netflix last night. Amazing. I got it. What? The, the What's it called? Uh, the Greatest Night in Pop. Fantastic. I think I recommended it to you. Uh, doesn't he tell me that Bob Dylan, the great Bob Dylan, has zero talent whatsoever? Zero. Zero talent whatsoever. My man Stevie Wonder had a talk, sing him off the ledge. I am. He looked like a dare in a headlight. I just I can't do it anymore. Like, and I you, was like expecting you, something like because everybody was in awe of him. Yeah, right. At well, the, they're in awe of the guy because he virtually created an entire musical genre in the form of folk rock mm-hmm. when he took out his electric guitar yeah. at the Newport Folk Festival. Okay, it changed music. For the foreseeable future. Who's and, a folk rock artist of today? Uh, you, uh, Noah Kahan. Okay. Okay. So what, it's still I, a popular genre. Yes, it is. Courtney. It has evolved yes. in many ways. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I sit here and I listen to you guys debate talking about, uh, you know, time before I was born. And it's like a history lesson every day. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. Wiggy it's, was talking about Michael Jackson and Prince not getting along. I mm-hmm. never knew that. He said Prince was a weirder dude than Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah, I never Prince. knew that. Yep. <laughs> well, so, that's debatable. <laughs> they were both straight. Which, uh, the it, fact it, that they had Sheila E. in it just because they were hoping that they could get her to get Prince to come yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It's a documentary about this is old head stuff for you and Shime and maybe even Curtis. Uh, it's a documentary about the making of the We Are the World single mm-hmm. where the Lionel Richie basically was able to get 40 of the best, most talented, most famous pop stars together in one room right. to do a song together to raise money for the people of Africa. Right. So, and it was, uh, Harry, it was Harry Belafonte's idea to it do was. it. Yes, it was. And yes, then, it was. And then Michael and Lionel wrote the song and then just like, you know, the whole... The whole way it all came together, and they had to do it on the AMAs at that time because that's when all those celebrities are going to be in town and be like at the Grammys. Yeah. And all the hottest artists in today's music going to a private location after the Grammys and recording us, you know, a come together type of song. Yeah, but I will not stand for you or anyone else suggesting that Bob Dylan come is on, talent, man. talentless. He that was is- like. And, the, you know, they talked about Bob Dylan. I didn't, like, know him of, I, as an artist, like, but they talked about him. And, they, like, people in awe of him, but he was so fish out of water. And he, it was, had, he basically had Courtney-level anxiety oh when my it came God. to singing one line in the song. Right. But that's because that that was not his thing. Like, he wasn't he wasn't a guy who... You know, was around other artists all the time, and he wasn't. His, but if you have ta- like Steve Perry, was like Steve Perry, he was part of it, and he sung, and it was like amazing how talented Steve Perry was. Like he had to basically help Huey Lewis and Cindy Lauper and the other lady I don't remember 
figure out how to get the harmony get the harmony right. So in the harmony with them on that. No, it was, it was uh I forget the other lady's name. Uh, it was I think it was Kim Carnes. Yes, yes. What's, was, what's Bob Dylan's biggest hit? Because I can think uh, of hits for everybody else. Like but. like a Rolling Stone or Hurricane. Uh, you know, uh, rainy day women, uh, number 47, everybody, everybody must get stoned. You know, well, he's you know. like, no. Yeah, anyway. I, would, I would say, though, Wiggy, I would tread lightly. Bob Dylan is Ken Laird's, like, favorite artist. Yeah, because Ken knows music. Wiggy does not. Well, I mean, I right. had never seen him in anyway. person until anyway. I got on, so got all around all these other. Your boy Bruce was really good, though. Bruce was great. My, yes. Anyway, let's avoid the topic all right. so as to not argue. But all I right. would I would recommend it. It is on yeah. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Now, uh, as long as we're on the topic of Netflix, dramatic announcement from the Boston Red Sox yesterday. Crazy. Uh, They will be the featured Major League Baseball team Mm -hmm. in a a Netflix series, much like the series that they have done on the PGA Tour or on uh, the quarterback series that they did or... Uh, the series on F1 racing or what have you. I think it's great for the Red Sox. I mean, I, yeah. I don't, uh, you know, they maybe they should have chosen, maybe maybe the Red Sox wish they chose a season in which they were going to be more competitive, but uh, maybe that will create the drama that they want on Netflix. I, I am confused, though, because everything I've read is that Sam Kennedy has been working on this for quite some time. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, wouldn't this season, if they know, because they have to decide on th- these things well in advance, if Netflix says okay, we're gonna we're gonna green light this. We're gonna do it for the twenty twenty four season. Don't you think they'd be spending, spending, spending? Like this is the time to shine. This is the time to put the Red Sox back on the map, and to to have a team with so little luster, so mm-hmm. little so little glitter about them it's going probably, into it. It's probably a boomer issue where Sam Kennedy went to John Henry. And told him about it, and John Henry said, "What is Netflix?" Uh, is maybe what is, might, might be what happened. I hate to have a negative slant, Greg, because God knows I'm positive about the Red Sox, especially on your birthday. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, Sam Kennedy, Executive of the Year. Um, by the way, quick note on that: everybody, Bill, all of Bill's people say Bill didn't draft Mac Jones. So then, why did he accept Executive of the Year in 2021 for drafting Mac Jones? I I, I will say this about you. You were able to turn a quick discussion about yeah. the Red anyway, Sox sorry. on Netflix into uh, expressing your hate for Bill Belichick. I just find that to be so laughable. Everybody's like, he won executive year 2021, but he didn't even draft the player. Anyway, so, um, I, I would say that the star of this Netflix series is an inanimate object. It is Fenway Park. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. And this is a way, just like Wiggy didn't know about Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. just like I didn't know about that awful... Um, uh, kit, uh, the the break in an entry in the that series we watched earlier in California. This is a way to introduce the Netflix audience to the biggest star, which is the stadium they play in, yeah. to get people into the tourist attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but they could have. There's two Netflix series coming out. One of them is a documentary about the 04 season, and then the other one is a docu series about the 2024 season. So if they wanted to just do that, mm-hmm. put out the 04 season because this because Fenway Park's different now than it was in 04. They didn't even have like monster yeah, but seats it's and... this it's the allure about going to Fenway Park yeah. is still the same. I'm with Greg. Yeah. I think it's great for the like you said, it's great for the team. It, just... it is. I mean, the players have to approve it right it's great for them right like you and know, they're gonna approve it once but, the front office approves it, it what do you mean like but, once once management approves it well yeah i, I think be, it's your kind of like yeah i mean there could be some players who did like if chris sale were here mm-hmm. maybe chris sale wouldn't want the attention on him i i have no idea but mm-hmm. the players had the 
and good on the Red Sox for going yeah. to the players and saying we're not doing this unless you're into it. It's great for them. Those does it guys, give us a little look into maybe some of their thought process? I, like, I hope it does. I mean, I, I hope you will get to see the back and forth between John Henry and and uh, <laughs> Sam Kennedy and mm-hmm. Craig Breslow. I, I can't wait for the episode on the on Linda's organic garden. <laughs> this is going to add a little spice to Fort Myers. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. Yeah. No, I can't. Yeah, yeah, Hopefully right. we get it in the background of a shot, you know? Yeah, yeah. all right. Well, <laughs> anyway, good news for the Red Sox. And we got a lot to get to on this morning's show, including the leads coming up in just about 10 minutes at 625 this morning. I'm in, I am in two different directions on my lead. One, one of which, is, well, they're both sports-related. Thank you. Shocker. <laughs> uh, one is golf and one is college sports. Oh, I, I don't. Need to, I, mean, I don't. I don't need to know now. I'm leaning toward the golf one. I like the college sports, but it's your lead. College sports one though could be a topic that we could, could we could discuss huh? separately. I don't know. Anyway, leads coming up in ten minutes. They said it at seven. That's a quick back and forth on what they said yesterday in sports. And just for Curtis, I think we have some audio from Douchey Joe post game last night after, after the Celtics game. So uh, the douchey Joe segment coming up at 7 <laughs> on this morning. I don't know what he's upset about. The, nah, man, the, man, the man is the coach of the number one team in the NBA. Why, right. why, why is he always angry? What's I think he, because what, what, you played down to the level of your competition I'm even just, though you won. Okay, I know, but, but, so why are you being like that to the media? Why, 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 oh, I didn't hear it. He so trying, yeah, it's, Well, he's always angry with the media. You'll never like, guess which reporter he gets snippy with either. <laughs> yes, I, think, I actually like douchey Joe. You do? I think it's like part of his... Um, you know, persona. Oh, uh-huh. so you then, like douches? <laughs> I mean, some of them can. You know, some of them like it, and like the way he carries himself. Yeah. Like he's getting emergency, his team to play uh, play emer- good. Emergency top five favorite Wiggy douches. Um, I'd uh, say Joe Mazzulla's in the top five. Joe Mazzulla, Aaron Rodgers, is he up there? Um, yes, <laughs> number one. <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie's definitely up. Antonio LeBron Brown. is up there. LeBron, oh, Antonio right. Brown, Wiggy loves a douche. He really does. <laughs> Yeah. I don't really know if you put Antonio Brown in the douche category. Yeah. I think these are level up. All right. Well, they said it at, at seven. Um, speaking um, of douchiness, sorry. I have a douche move today. If ruling? You want to do that? Yeah. Uh, we could do that at it's seven. It's not going to hurt any sponsors. It's not? No. Okay. okay. Yeah. We could, we could do that at seven. We could do that at 720. Perfect. Uh, news with Courtney coming up at 730. And the way in which today's... Pervert Teacher Association inductee was apprehended. It means that technology has reached a new level when it comes to arresting those who are fornicating with their students. So we'll get to that during the news. And Mike Milbury will join us at 830, and we will talk Boston Bruins with Mike Milbury. And what are we doing with Chris Curtis coming up at 9 on this morning's show? But right now, Courtney, and what is trending this first hour? Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now brought to you by Leonard Hair Transplant Associates. The Celtics took down the Hawks last night, 125 to 117. It was a Kristaps, Porzingis, and Derek White night. Kristaps had 31 points, while Derek White had 21. 12 of those coming from White in the fourth quarter. Four threes made for Derek White Mm. in this one. Yeah. Two guys who put that team on their back last night. They do like to keep these teams hanging around. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, you know, I may, maybe they're that great. They don't have to turn it on until the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually you're going to get bitten <laughs> when you play that way. 
The Seas also made a move ahead of the trade deadline, which is today. They acquired Xavier Tillman from the Grizzlies, sending Memphis two future round uh, picks and Lamar Stevens. Al Horford talked about Tillman after last night's win. It's definitely a benefit. Um, you know, looking forward to having him um, here, and um, and he's a guy that has has played on good teams um, and understands how to play. And um, you know, and yeah, I, I look forward to you know playing with him and seeing how you know he's going to be able to help us down the stretch. The Bruins are in action tonight. They have the Canucks in town. Puck drop is at seven. Mike Reese is reporting that Brian Belichick will return to the Patriots as the safeties coach for the oh, 2024 right. season. Okay. So Brian Belichick staying in Foxborough. Oh, that means there's no bad blood. Yeah. Nope. Okay. All and all it means is that uh, what we kind of talked about is that Steven probably realizes that Gerard's going to be calling the plays, even though their relationship was good, but wanted to say, hey, listen, I need to go somewhere else to show that this is what I want to do, and I can do it without uh, my dad. And now you probably take an old play call. Mm-hmm. The Waste Management Open starts today. The first round tees off at 9.20 a.m. And as we get ready for the big game, some news for Wiggy. Usher is teasing that his halftime performance will have some surprise guests. He has so many collabs, I yeah. would expect that. Better be Bieber. Lil Bieber. John? Lil uh, definitely John. Lil John. Okay. Yeah. Luda Chris. <laughs> Maybe Alicia Keys. Yeah. Could be Luda. Maybe Justin. Bob Dylan. Maybe Bob Dylan. If he's Bob. not too nervous. Yeah. <laughs> to perform in front of people. And that was brought to you Do by another Dr. One. <laughs> Dr. Matthew Lepresti at Leonard Hair Transplant Associates. The hair doctor of Rob Ninkovich and Christian Foyer. You can call them at 1-800-GET-HAIR. That's what's trending. Here's Curtis with your weather. Thank you, Courtney. 27 degrees, clear skies, beautiful day, sunny afternoon, high in the mid-40s. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Once upon a time, you dressed so fine. Do the bumps a dime in your prime. Then you. People call, say it be webbed all. You're bound to fall. You thought they were all.
So that was the hit. That's pure genius uh-huh. when it comes to songwriting. Uh, the singing is the singing. Oh, songwriting's man, different. The I mean, man has a distinctive voice. If you're just joining us, you missed Wiggy. As soon as I walked in here, ruining my day <laughs> by telling me that he watched this Netflix documentary on the making of the We Are the World single and that Bob Dylan has no talent. Zero. I believe he, the word he said yes. was zero. Is, uh, Bob, wait, what? is Bob Dylan still with us? Yes, Bob is still with us. Oh, Potential no. jinx scenario, though, hmm. by bringing it up. And I blame that on <laughs> Wiggy, my guy Wiggy. This is Mike from Florida. Hello, Mike. Hey, guys. Good morning. What's up? So, w- Wiggy, I get it. You know, you hear the voice, and that's instantly you're going to go to, oh, he's got no talent. Well, you know, it- it's like, it's like you know, somebody like Tom Brady. Somebody would say, well, he doesn't have the same talent as, you know, Mahomes or some of these yeah. other gifted yes. quarterbacks that are athletic. Mm. But great his analogy. songwriting talent was his songwriting talent was what made him so great. And you wouldn't have some of the biggest hits from artists like Jimi Hendrix without Bob Dylan because. Jimi Hendrix's biggest hits by far were the ones that were written by Bob Dylan. Yes. And like, like Courtney. All, Mike, like All Along the Watchtower. Correct, yes. as, as well as Hey Joe. Yes. Um, yes. Courtney, you'll, you'll be happy to know that probably uh, one of your well-known songs by a country artist that was a huge hit, um, Darius Rucker did Wagon Wheel, which was also written by Bob Dylan. Okay, yes. see? Yes. Now you. we're talking, Mike. Yeah, right. Now we're getting there you go. We're, we're in it. We're into <laughs> We're into an area that the young heads can appreciate. I get it now. Good morning, yeah. Stephen. One that had to mimic his voice. Good morning to the young heads <laughs> who are listening to this radio show, and I and I, I thank them immensely. And they, good morning, Amanda, and hopefully later, in honor of, of Hootie, we can hold hands. Good morning to Amanda, streaming the show this morning at her accountant's desk, doing her taxes. Uh, and to those of you who have yet to try streaming this show, very simple. Just go to weei.com. Then you can listen. To us from anywhere, wherever you are, whatever you're doing this morning. Um, and you can also do that on the Odyssey app. And the great thing about the Odyssey app is if you miss something, like Wiggy sounding ignorant this morning at the start of the show about Bob Dylan, no? you can, you, if you miss that, you can go back on the Odyssey app. Right. And listen to it as if it were happening now. And you know what you could also do? You could go to Netflix and you could watch The Greatest Night in Pop and you yeah. can make your own decision. Yes, yes, yes you can. <laughs> you think. Yes, you can. This is John from Drake It. Uh, not Drake it, but oh, it says Dra- it says uh, Drake it on the computer. I apologize on behalf right. uh, on behalf of Jackson on my staff. I apologize. That's all right, Craxon. So, uh, welcome, we welcome, <laughs> welcome to uh, welcome to your show, Greg. Thank you. Uh, I was calling to ask whatever happened to Larry the lawyer. Oh, I love Larry the lawyer. Uh, Larry Me the too. lawyer. He is now a judge in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, right. and therefore. Not allowed mm. to participate in any kind of a radio segment. But it's Larry the Judge. Um, uh, it's it's Judge Larry. So uh, <laughs> should anybody require any kind of help, I'm sure he would help us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did like ask a, ask an attorney one of the all time great segments. Okay, we probably uh, have other attorneys. Oh, you guys need one. I- Ah, ah. I now, thought you was going to the other guy. Speaking of old heads, I thought you was going to the other old head. You won't believe. You won't believe who's on the phone. And what he saw in person, the great Neil from Nahant, who rides his bicycle to every single road show, <laughs> including the snow show in New Hampshire. Yes. Uh, Neil, good morning. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's yeah, up? Uh, 
I, I was there in Newport, and uh, he went electric, and the crowd booed the, sh- the heck out of him. Yeah. But eventually they came around, and it was fabulous. But I got a little trivia thing. I was I was in, uh, my wife and I were in Turks and Caicos, and uh, I'm sitting next to this doctor, and I'm talking to him, and uh, he said he was from Hibbing, Minnesota. So I said to him, oh, geez, you must know uh, uh, Bob Dylan. He, ah, my daughter dated him. <laughs> then I said, how about Kevin McHale? And he said, I delivered him. My, my, wife, my wife's first question is, how big was he, you know? But there's another celebrity that was born in, uh, in Hibbing, and, and see if you guys can get it. David Brednoy, there's three people from uh, uh, Hibbing that were oh, uh, pretty the, famous. The, the uh, late, great radio talent here in Boston, David, David exactly, Brednoy. Exactly. Very interesting. Neil, thank you. But anyway. Neil, I can't believe you were at the, right. so you were at the Newport Folk Festival right. when Bob Dylan went electric. I'm guessing probably, right. Neil, you were high as a kite. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> did he sing or did he just stand there and like, uh, oh my God, there's too many people to perform? What am I gonna do? What about um, in that documentary? It's I think it, it, it was it Michael uh, who wanted them? No, Stevie Wonder wanted them to sing in "We Are the World" mm-hmm. some of the lines in Swahili. Yes. And there was, <laughs> Curtis is going to love this, there was a country star there. Yeah. Who was that? Waylon Jennings. Yes, Waylon Jennings was there. <laughs> and so they're trying to start having Stevie Wonder sing some of the lines in Swahili. And Waylon Jennings gets all frustrated and pissed off and says, I'm not singing in Swahili and storms out of the recording session. And, uh, and Quincy Jones is like, oh, we lost Waylon. We lost Waylon Jennings. He's like, I don't know that language. <laughs> <laughs> no one knew it. Everybody was like, come on, Stevie. All right. Anyway. Wiggy you got to watch us. it, though. Wiggy derailed us this morning. I, I can't help it. It was the, good. With the discussion about We Are the World. You picked and the, a good one, Greg. And the documentary and, and, and Bob Dylan. Let's get right to this. This is the Greg Hill Show. Time now for The Lead. I'm not afraid of getting older on one less day. From dying young, I see the light Go past my shoulder, I'm one less day From dying young, I see my life Like a train on a one-way track, I've made mistakes And I couldn't take them back And I've been running around in circles till I'm dizzy, I can't lie But every night I go to sleep's a day that I survive I'm not afraid I I don't know the song. I love it so far, but I don't know the artist or the song. Uh, this this would be Rob Thomas, normally the the front man of Matchbox Twenty. Oh, uh, but as a solo artist, okay, uh, with uh, one less day because this is Curtis's request for his birthday. Curtis, I didn't realize you had actual feelings, like a human being. Hold on, let that breathe for a second. I love it. It's Curtis's 40th birthday, and we are obviously experiencing 
Emo Curtis. Yeah, Emo in his feels. Yeah. Are you sentimental? <laughs> are you sentimental about this birthday, your 40th? Uh, I'll just do my lead now. I am very. Okay. Uh, oh, this, that's your lead. I'm sorry. Well, no, that's fine. No, uh, it's just that, uh, I mean this sincerely, I never thought I would make it to 40, ever. And a decade ago, I was working across the street, and I remember sitting in my car drinking on my 30th birthday before going home, and I had a weekend. We were going to Lenox. We were going with Pudge, and we were going to do this thing. And anytime I left Boston, I was so paralyzed with fear about how I was going to be able to hide my drinking or conceal it or whatever. And I remember just sitting there just being like, is this my life? I have the job I always wanted, and I'm getting bombed in the parking lot. And the notion of getting to 40, the notion of getting to 31 was so absurd. And what this show has provided me is the opportunity to be exactly who I am and to get to know people in that way as well. And I'm writing a bit and doing other things and... There is an addictive nature to sobriety, which is that you are able to meet people who, because of knowing me or whatever, walk up to me at events, walk up to me in my, my normal life and tell me their story and their struggle. And it is so amazing. There was one person at the Ernie Bach event who came up to me at the end of the show and he said, you know, I, um, I drove 90 minutes here today to just tell you I got to three months today. And it's oh like stories like that are incredible. And I feel like there's so many people that <clears throat> we all hear bad news constantly. And I think the the listeners of this show have provided me a great opportunity. And I just am so eternally grateful for all of you and um, the great privilege I get to work with you guys. So thank you. Right. We love you, Curtis. Curtis. Keep fighting a good fight. Uh, how how are the rest of us going to do our dumb leads? I, that, I, I, that, that's... So moving, Curtis. Mm-hmm. I, it's it, we really are afforded an unbelievable opportunity, which is getting to know people that we don't even in uh, in many cases ever meet. So, and it's really I, I'm you you're you, what you've done, Curtis. When it comes to your recovery, is is really impressive. And and uh, those of you who listen to Curtis on the radio, you might think that he's a real dink. Uh, but in person, he's not. Mm-hmm. I, That's so why I second chance. I, I would just say that he really isn't. Right. I mean, would you would you second that? He's not. Yeah, a and that's person. why I would say. Definitely that's not. why I would say second <laughs> chances are amazing. Yeah, you know? Curtis, uh, we love you. Yeah, Thank you. love you. God bless uh, America. All right, keep uh, trucking. Yep. Your your lead this morning, Shime. Uh yeah. Happy birthday, Curtis, and your tremendous ass. Proud of you. Uh, <laughs> but is, uh, you know, phenomenal. a lot of times when uh, individuals get to their forties, they lose it when it comes to their butt. Not him. Perfect. No, it just gets better. Perfect ass, day by day. It Those is, walks. It's exquisite. One might say. It's one of the seven wonders of the world. Shime, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Yes. Uh, so good morning. Uh, Nick Saban is going to be joining college game day mm. this season. And I found it so interesting that the greatest college coach of all time had an exact plan when he retired, knew exactly what he wanted to do. He got out of college football and immediately less than uh, two months later is signed to college game day, ready to go for next season. He had a job lined up when he retired. However, when you look at the greatest coach of all time in the NFL, was more or less forced out of his job 
and didn't have a job. Mm. He he got he interviewed with a team twice who didn't offer him the job, and then just sat there with two jobs left, and they chose Dan Quinn over <laughs> Bill Belichick. And so I just find it. I, and I think it goes back to, because we've seen Nick Saban go on the Pat McAfee show now a couple times. You've seen him on College Game Day previously. I think people, I think this is just a reflection of whether or not people around you really like you. And it's, I, I think people came to like Nick Saban and like his attitude and like the way he was doing things on air and interacting with other people where Belichick seemed more closed off and didn't build those relationships, and it's the clear-cut difference between two of the greatest football coaches we've ever seen. Okay, thank you very much, Shy. Great I think lead. Shy missed the news in like the last two weeks. Bill was offered a job by Fox, and he turned down the Falcons' job. So, <laughs> I mean, well. for somebody who people can't stand... He was could, he offered a job uh, by Fox? Uh, that was the r- reports out there. there. Are, no, there were there rumors are, that they the, were interested in Bill Belichick, yeah. but there were no rumors that he was offered yeah, the job. but he turned it down. He turned down the... Well, he, 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 Boomer says he turned down the Falcons job. Right. Yes. And it was all over the place that, I believe it was Fox, I'm, I'm not sure if what it was, but they were the station that were like really wanted him, and maybe he yeah. just said, no, maybe he's, that's his... Similar to Bob Dylan, he has stage fright when he's around people. Courtney, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Happy birthday, Curtis. We love you so much. Um, uh, This is a follow-up lead for me because a few weeks ago when Taylor Swift wore that jacket that was heard around the world, seen around the world by Kristen Juicecheck, we talked about it on the show and a lot of people were saying, well, she already has all this money in the world. It's not a small business, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Well, she finally got a licensing deal with the NFL. So she is able to use um, and profit off of logos and Mm. any type of NFL um, uh, merch. Merch. She has created a vest that is now on sale um, for auction. You're, if you're watching on Twitch right now, you can see that. Uh-huh. That's a Kristen Juice Check original. Ooh, I like that. Yes. Yep, it's start nice. the the auction. Big uh, big vest guy over here. <laughs> Same. I'm wearing uh, one today. You, you know who the biggest <laughs> many vest? times it's a puffy vest. Uh-huh. What is it, Curtis? Gresh loves a vest. <laughs> oh, he does love a vest and the sweatpants. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and Tailgater 1993, nobody cares. Well, let me get to the punchline here. Uh-huh. Um, it's starting, the auction starts today at noon and runs mm. through Saturday at noon. Uh, she's going to be on the Today Show this morning. She has all the money in the world. We can all agree on that. All proceeds for this vest are going to the Breast Cancer, um, the, uh, breast cancer Foundation. Uh-huh. So her mom passed away from breast cancer, I believe. Oh. Uh, she's going to talk about that on the Today Show this morning. So that is the reason why she is doing it. I oh. think she's going to do a lot of good with her line of clothing that she comes out with. Awesome. Uh, so I think, you know, she was a blip in the radar, you know, a few weeks ago. I think that it should continue to be talked about because she is a woman who is doing doing good in the world oh, yeah. uh, with her talents. Great lead. Thank All you. Right. And it's the it's the era of the wags. Huh. Okay. Shout out to Taylor Swift oh. for putting her on the map. Okay. Mm. Um, we'll get to your lead. You got it. Coming up next, uh-huh. and then we'll get to my lead. Uh-huh. And I had I had two options. I chose uh, golf. So okay, um, is one somebody on this show was recently called a liar? Oh, is one of the 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 professional golf tours most well known legendary golfers a legit liar? That's my lead coming up in just a little bit.
like zero talent. Oh, that's Jimmy Hendrix. The, 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 the song was written by Bob Dylan. You yeah. ninny. I know that. Oh, you know who Candy Burris is? Who? Yes. Yeah, she's written a lot of songs. Candy Burris? Yeah. Yeah, no so idea. is Ryan Tedder. Real Housewives <laughs> of Atlanta, Candy Burris. Uh, <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, welcome to your show. It's Curtis's 40th birthday. We got a couple leads left, including Wiggy. Wiggy, good morning. All right, good morning. So I think you asked the question just briefly, but I'm going to highlight it with this Boston Celtics team. What are they? Are they a team that plays down to the level of their competition because they're that good and they mm-hmm. feel like they can just turn it on in the fourth quarter? Yep. Um, Great question. Or is this a team that when you look at them, it they need something, and maybe this is from the coach or whoever, to get them motivated to understand what they have at hand? Because... You know, you look at last night's game against the Hawks. I just, at times, it, it almost feels like a a group, of, a, like a team that goes to the YMCA that just plays pickup with a bunch of random guys, and you know that the team is way better. They could just turn it on, but you're like, why ain't they blowing this other, you know, these five guys out? Yeah. And I and I get that feeling when I look at this team. And I don't know if I should be concerned or if I should be like, all right, well, you know, when they play the good teams, they'll be up. And and I'm I'm kind of I'm caught between two worlds on do I concern myself or should this be a bigger concern moving forward? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I they we talked about it at the start of the show. They let these teams hang around, mm-hmm. and at some point, that's going to bite you in the in the Curtis. You know, <laughs> uh, it's a it is it's. It's just, but then again, if they are that talented, mm-hmm. then when it gets to the playoffs, they'll turn it on and it won't happen. And they'll so, be playing against I, relatively good teams in the playoffs, so maybe they'll come out and say, all right, we got to play yeah. up to our level of talent. It's just, it's something that I'm going to keep my eye on. Also, side note, the fact that Joe Missoula is not allowed to coach back-to-back NBA All-Star games seems ridiculous to me. Oh, I mean, really? No, no disrespect to Doc Rivers, but, like, Doc Rivers has coached, like, five games since he's been back, and he's the coach of the East because you're not allowed to coach back-to-back games. It's, uh, really? My guess yeah. is that's so that Joe Mazzulla can get a vacation. I'm serious. I, I don't you think, think so? Yeah, I think that it's, like, the Pro Bowl, so the team that loses the AFC Championship years past mm-hmm. would coach the Pro Bowl, and the same with the NFC. I feel like this is a way for Missoula to not, if you have the best team every year, yeah. then you'd have to coach the All-Star game. This way he gets to take whatever three Well, can it off. be his decision, though? So it's like flex time. Right. Yes, right. Okay. He'll coach remotely. Right. Well, let it be his decision where if he wants to coach, he could do it. But if he wants to take the little break, then yeah. it looks like, all right, you're giving the guy the best the opportunity to, to be the All-Star coach every year, which he deserves. All right, Wiggy, thank you very much. You got it. Great lead from you. Great leads from everybody so far this morning. The Live Media Guide for this upcoming golf season mm. is out. And some are raising their eyebrows when it comes to reading the bio of one Phil Mickelson. In his bio, Phil claims 47 holes in one. Mm. Uh, five, five, five of which happened in PGA events, so you can document those. But he claims forty in his in his uh, 
lifetime of playing uh, professional golf, claims that he has had 47 uh, holes in one. Uh, if you'd like to reference that against some of the other greats, uh, Tiger Woods has 20 holes in one uh, with three in PGA events. Arnie Palmer has 21. And Jack Nicholas has 20. So, uh, 27. My question would be is it, uh, is it possible that Phil Mickelson has more than doubled up? the all-time greats of the game when it comes to holes in one, or is he perhaps being a little disingenuous? Capping, uh, ca- as Wiggy might say. Do you on think this. he thought everybody was going to lie and inflate their numbers, and then he got the book and said, shoot. Uh, Greg, I think it's a very plausible. I'm reading a story from ESPN. In 1994, Kim Jong-il, in his first ever round of golf, had 11. So, I mean... Phil has been playing a lot more than Kim Jong Il. Well, how much, how much golf do you think he has played? Well, he probably. I'm guessing. Does he play a couple hundred? Uh, like, how many rounds do you think he plays a year? Okay. I like a uh, uh, couple hundred. Yeah. I mean, I, so I, it's, I mean, I, it's possible. You know how hard it is to get one though. But if you're a professional, Tiger only has twenty, and he's the greatest of all time. Yeah, but Tiger even tells you like when he. When he plays golf, his big thing is how many times do you actually fire at the flag in a round? He's like maybe once, maybe twice, and he so he's so he's firing to a spot. Whereas like if Phil Mickels, if Tiger wanted to fire at the pin mm-hmm. more often, he probably could have had a higher number. What? <laughs> so you're saying that Tiger doesn't want to get a hole in one? <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you that he has outright said before, like the way he plays golf is. I don't fire at the pin. I, f- I pick a spot, and I'm aggressive to my spot, uh-huh. but it's not necessarily aggressively at the pin. Because he's so, practicing what he's going to do in tournaments, yeah, correct? Yeah, so like if, right. if, if Phil Mickelson decides, mm, I'm going to go out and play the, the island green at, at Sawgrass a hundred times today, <laughs> he could probably fire off and hit a couple hole-in-ones because <laughs> okay. right. he's really, really good. But okay, So he sure. can play around and attempt for a hole-in-one once a week. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it's also interesting that the lying golfer in the group of us has sympathy for Phil Mickelson on this. <laughs> I don't lie about anything. Uh, that handicap was a little off. I just nope. feel like as a pro <laughs> and if you, on. as a pro, if you play that much golf and these are like practice golf that you're playing and you try it, I feel like that's something reasonable that you can get. If you're okay. playing how let's say he's played 50,000 rounds of golf in his life. I'm just throwing that number out there because he's been playing forever. Yeah. I could see like a par three. How many par threes? There's a million Four. par threes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I could see him, okay. you know, knocking down. So a couple. If, if, if you use Wiggy's number, 50,000 rounds of golf would equal 900,000 holes. Yeah. Which means that he gets a hole in one on point zero 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 five holes. Yeah. It just seems somewhat. The uh, it seems somewhat unbelievable to mm-hmm. me that he has more than double the three greatest golfers of all time. Tiger, well, like Shime Tiger, says, Arnie, and and uh, Jack. I, I just Tiger practices different. Isn't it kind of a douche move too if he picked a hole that he's like, oh, I can get an easy hole in one here, and he just keeps going back to that right. hole <laughs> yeah, just to yeah, up just his to, number? To like that's number. not legit. Yeah. Well, it's practice. Right. Well, those are the leads this morning. Coming up, we'll get to they said it. Uh, quick back and forth on what they said in sports yesterday, including some douchey Joe audio from last night post game. We'll get to that next. Oh, 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 oh.
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.